Well, welcome to the Fifth Dimensional Academy of Higher Consciousness. I'm Zaratustra, and uh, the subject of today is we're going to be talking about how to reach 5D consciousness as well as what methods we should be using. It's brought up to my uh, attention uh, by some of my participants um, that they're comparing different teachers, gurus with one another and their methods and meditations. And uh, uh, also, uh, which way should we uh, uh, pursue in order to reach our spiritual goals? So it's a very good subject. I'm glad you, uh, Lynn, you brought it up, and I will be talking about that. Basically, my, uh, I've said this before, and I re say it again. Uh, of course, uh, different times with different people, we've talked about this, and uh, is you have to trust your your intuitive knowing you have to trust your intuition and your intuition leads you to the right place and that's something we are not being taught from from childhood and hopefully in future generations for the indigo children the star children and the parents who are more conscious and they've come to the path they will encourage their children to really follow their heart because we do have this powerful GPS within our heart and our inner GPS always leads us to the right place and speaks the truth. When it comes to different teachers and different gurus, I'm completely an advocate of it's healthy if you try different teachers and different gurus and different methods. It's healthy for your spiritual growth, for you to see who you feel connected with, to see who you resonate with, and what teaching is right for you. And that can also change in the future because you can outgrow a teaching, you can outgrow a guru, you can be with someone for a number of years or a period of time and then get to a point that they're no longer serving you or their teachings, you get bored or they're not taking you to where you feel like you need to go and then you move on. Now, today there is the danger of that there's a lot out there and it could be very, very confusing, especially for the younger people because there's so much going on. There's so much availability on on because of the internet and the technology we have, there's a lot of stuff out there. So there's a lot of blah, 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 blah. So what do I do? Do I do this or do I do that? This guy is saying this and that guy is saying this. So it's very confusing. Again, my suggestion is that you pay attention to your heart. What feels right for you and stay with that. It doesn't matter what my friend is telling me. It doesn't matter what I read where. Something's telling me do this or do that or go, oh, look at that teacher. He has 100,000 followers. And now look at this guy. He only has 
200 followers. So I'm going to go after the guy who has 200,000 or 100,000 followers. You cannot measure the value and the quality of a teacher by the number of their followers. That's not how you measure that. You have to pay very much attention to that. How big and known is a teacher is not an indication of whether they're right for you or not. You have to also understand that we're still in the third dimension. And a lot of spiritual teachers are very much affected with what they see. So quite often we get fooled by our eyes. So we see something's big or shiny or elaborate and we fall for it. But when we go deeper inside, we realize it's empty or it's not for you. So you cannot measure the value and the quality of a spiritual teacher by how many people are around them, how many Instagram followers they have or Facebook or YouTube followers they have. That doesn't mean anything. You need to investigate to see if their teachings resonate with you. That's the most important thing. When I did come across Papaji, Punjaji, in India, in my early days, there was only 100, 150 people at a time sitting with Papaji. 100 to 150. So every day we went to satsang and we sat with Papa. There was between 100 to 150 people sitting there. But in the meantime, if you went to Osho's Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh Ashram in Pune, there were 10,000, 15,000 sannyasins sitting with Osho. And if you went down to Bangalore to sit with Sai Baba, there was a million followers sitting with Sai Baba. But I, had, I was not attracted to Sai Baba. I was really attracted to Papaji. Papaji was my guru. He was my sat guru. And he was the one that his teachings really resonate with, with my heart. Even though I went and checked all these other people, this guy is my guy because he speaks the language of my heart. And he has something. He has arrived at a place that I want that because the man had come to silence. He was very still and very silent. He was at that place. And nothing seemed like could move Papaji, no storm, no political situation, nothing could affect this man. This man had come to inner peace and he was emanating that to his surrounding. And I wanted that. I wanted what he had and I was very attracted to it. So I went for it. Years and years after that, I'm still very attracted to his way and his way he was teaching and that teaching. And I incorporated the Advaita Vedanta teaching into what I teach. So I hope I answered uh, that part of your question, Lynn. Let me, I'm going to unmute you.
That's the first part of the question. Hi, Lynn, you're, you're unmuted. Yeah, it was a, a very clear answer. So uh, I'm satisfied with it. Right, good. Yes. So now I'm going to talk about your second part of the question. Uh, how to reach fifth dimension, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a loaded question. So, so let's talk about this. What is 5D? What is fifth dimension? Oh, before I move on, okay, let me just uh, a little bit talk about this issue of different teachers, different gurus. Naturally, we develop some kind of prejudice when we have our teacher, spiritual teacher. And I have seen this in a lot of different spiritual groups that I have encountered, that this uh, sense of ownership or sense of uh, protection uh, gets developed about our spiritual teacher. And then we get to this point that my teacher is better than your teacher, or this cult is being uh, developed that, okay, we're all wearing orange, uh, we're all having satsang, uh, we're getting together two times a week, we're doing some uh, um, chantings, and uh, we're all wearing white, we all have our hair long or short, uh, we're vegetarian, uh, we're celibate, we have renounced sex or any sexual activities or whatever. And so what happens is that all of a sudden we are creating separation and we're se separating ourselves as better and more holy in comparison to everybody else who is not following our teacher and is not doing our rituals. And you have to be very careful with that because that's another set of spiritual conditioning which is replacing your old conditioning. You're replacing your old conditioning or whatever it was. Let's say that you're in the mainstream world. You believe in Donald Trump. You believed in McDonald's. You believe in corporations. You believe in uh, mainstream medicine blah, 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 blah. And now you have given that up and you have become spiritual and you're wearing in a certain way, you dress up in a certain way, you have picked up new rituals. You're meditating, which is nice. And now you're not eating meat and you've become vegan. Or you've given up this or given up that. And but now you still prejudice that anybody else who's not following your way they're unconscious and they don't get it. And this happens very often in spiritual communities. So we give up a set of conditioning and we replace it with another set of conditioning, spiritual conditioning, and which is very dangerous. And I'm completely opposed to that is because the goal in this teaching is to help you become free, not to give up a set of conditioning and replacing it with another set of replace conditioning. The idea is to become free. So you are free from any conditioning. Freedom is the goal. And if you're going to get into another 
another dogmatic situation that requires doing certain rituals, then you haven't freed yourself. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing the rituals and being a part of a, a spiritual group, but if you become prejudiced about it and come to this area that you think your teacher and your way is better than others, then you're trapped. And I'm included in that, okay? I'm including myself into it. If you think our way and this is better than others, then you're trapped because there is no better or worse. It's just what works for you at, at your, where you're at in your evolutionary process, in your awakening process, where you're at. And it's always in this moment. And it can always change from one thing to another thing. But yes, there are teachings and teachers that are more refined. As you're waking up and as you're rising your vibrations to a higher frequency, you will start to develop less patience for bullshit. You begin to see the bullshit. So you lose your patience for it. I understand that because you're getting more refined, more focused, and you are seeking spiritual teachers who are really focused on one point and they're helping you to get to, to, the, to where you want to get to. That I understand and that's the correct way. But be careful, be aware that you don't allow your mind to bring you to this place of saying my teacher and my way is better and more superior in comparison to that guy and that group. Because that kind of thinking is going to create separation and you have separated yourself from the whole. The reality is that there is no separation. You are all of it. You are a part of all of everything that you see, you sense, and you experience. And those who are ignorant, they are a part of yourself. It's an aspect of yourself. So the mind would like, if the ego would like to come and say, this is better. No, it's better in this moment for you. It's the right way for you in this moment. So it's a dangerous area that you, meet, you need to be very aware of and not get caught into it. So I've seen this happen a lot of times. Uh, I've been a victim of it myself. Uh, I've been casted out of different groups uh, because I wouldn't play the game. And I was never anybody's soldier. I always went my own way. And my teacher always told me, be a lion. And where the lion goes, he cuts his own path. So, and that always stayed with me. I say that to my female audience, be a lioness. And where the lioness goes, she cuts her own path. Ultimately, you follow your own heart and your heart will set you free. And all the other teachers and guides, they show up on your way to put you to show you the way, which way is the way. But there is a point that you're gonna even have to let go of your teacher and walk your own way. Respect is there, 
but you're going to have to walk your own way on yourself. So speaking of that, uh, our friend Lynn mentioned about different kind of meditations, uh, comparing uh, some other gurus, teachers with my, my teachings. Again, you have to see what works for you. Uh, there is no really comparison because whatever I teach with my meditations or methods uh, works for you. It may not work for someone else and they may not feel any, any, any connection to it. So what they're doing is fine. What you're doing is fine. And don't even get into in your head trying to get into this game with them and saying that, oh, my way is better than yours. This is like a five, six-year-old child, children trying to, being, being children. Mine is better than yours. So don't get into that game. Move on and do your own thing. So as far as entering into fifth dimension, what is fifth dimension? Let's talk about that first before we go any further. Fifth dimension, let's say, imagine that we're only having ocean. There is no land, there is no sand, there is no mountains, there is no sky. It's only water. It's only blue turquoise water. It's beautiful, it's yummy, but that's the only thing there is. Like Caribbean turquoise water, but there is only water. And there is nothing else to compare it to. You don't have a sky as a contrast or there is no white sand sandy beaches to compare the water to it's only water so and it's a little bit difficult for the mind to imagine something without anything to compare it to so fifth dimension is a unified field of oneness is a unified field of love it is a state a place of presence, pure presence, isness is, but there is nothing for it to compare itself to. It's just is. And it's difficult, almost impossible, for the human mind to grab this because the mind needs to compare this to something. That's how the mind works. It needs to compare one thing to another for it to understand it. So the mind cannot grasp what I'm talking about. So now let's imagine that for a moment. Close your eyes for one moment and imagine that there is only beautiful turquoise water and nothing else. See if you can have that visualization. Now that's fifth dimension. There is no duality. Duality is mean there has to be two separate things. Now, the fifth dimensional state that when we are doing our work, those of you who've been with me, especially if you've been at one of my workshops or one of my retreats, at the retreats, we, because we spend more time together and we prepare ourselves to enter into the fifth dimensional consciousness and we have experienced that many many different times that you arrive at the place and maybe you you touched it you've experienced it when we did the meditation you arrive at a place that the mind comes to silence that there is absolutely no thoughts you are here you're alive 
you're breathing, but there's no thinking. It's just still. You're in this place. And there's pure stillness. And you've experienced that. Maybe you even experienced it earlier today when we did our meditation. Maybe you touched it for a moment. And sometimes it's difficult if we don't have a point of reference because we don't know how, where to put it. But you come to silence. You're quiet. You're in this place. And there is no movements inside you any longer. There's no thoughts passing through. There's no emotions rising. It's just still and quiet. And in that pure stillness and silence, a phenomena takes place. And what happened is the connection between no mind and the heart opens up. You have gone beyond the mind into the silence and the heart opens and love reveals itself but not human love this love is beyond any love that we ordinarily experience this is the divine love this is the presence the presence is revealing itself and in that moment when you're in this place you are like this is it I want this. I want to stay in this place all of my life. Because in that moment, you have touched and arrived into your fifth dimensional space and self. Because there is no mind activities and there is no emotions floating through you. You experience something beyond our imagination. You experience the vastness of your own self the vastness of your own presence. You touch yourself, the true self. There's no story. Your own story is not there of me, me, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And it's quiet. There's no movements. There's nothing going on. It's just being. You're here and you have no idea, no thoughts of it, it simply is, and you touch it, you come to it, boom, you touch that. And in that touching, vastness takes over. And that's your fifth dimensional self, which is always a part of you. It's always here. It's a part of who you are. It's just the mind and the emotions get out of the way. So now you're capable of seeing the blue, blue sky, beautiful, dark blue sky on a sunny day. You can see it because all the, all the clouds and anything that was cluttering your vision is gone. And that's what happens when you touch yourself and come to the purity of yourself. And that's where you experience that you're completely free. Because the mind is gone. Fear, anxiety, worry, agenda is gone. Do I look good? Is gone. I'm insecure about my weight. Is gone. I'm not smart. Is gone. I'm getting old. Is gone. I'm not good enough. It's not there. What's going to happen to me in the future? Is not there. What am I going to do with my life? Is not there. 
When am I going to get enlightened is not there. Am I on the right spiritual path? Am I going to meet my soulmate is not there. Everything goes away and you're completely silent, warm, comfortable, present. And you know in that moment that all is well. Everything is in good hands. There's nothing missing and nothing's going to happen to you. You know it in that moment because that is the truth. That is the truth and everything else is blah, blah, blah. The truth is that you are a fifth dimensional being and you are beyond what you perceive that you are. Whatever you think you are is false. It's just false. You're beyond this. You're vast. Your vastness is unimaginable of how vast you are, how powerful you are. And you only come to that understanding when your mind goes into silence, when you enter into the realm of no mind and you land in your fifth dimensional self. You come to the world of 5D. That means pure oneness, no illusion of separation. There is no separation. There is no separation between you and the demons. There is no separation between you and the terrorists. There is no separation between you and the aliens. No separation between you and the virus that is killing people. You are that. You come to that place. Pure oneness with everything. And in that, fear cannot exist. Only freedom. And knowing that everything works out as it has been working out so far, beautifully, for you. I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about anything else. I'm talking about you. You cannot deviate from your own center and go into the Maya. You cannot go into the world and get caught into the world as if the world is real. The moment you go into the world and you get caught into it, you're a mess. Your emotions are all away, all over. Fear, anxiety, worry will take over you and suffering comes with it. You will suffer deeply, especially these days. With all the stuff is happening out there, everything is designed to stimulate your mind, to pull you out of your center. You have to come back to your center and stay here. Alert, aware, we're connected, but you remain here. You're centered, stay in your center, and you will find peace, love, tranquility here within yourself because it's not out there. The world is not going to provide you with false security, illusion of security. It's not there. It's inside yourself. So the more you do the work, the more you stay to on course, on track, with the right teachings, okay? Stick to your teaching. Is the teaching, the teacher you're following, 
helping your mind to become quiet and you get centered or their teachings is activating your mind and it's creating anxiety in you okay examine it for yourself the proof is in the pudding check it out am i getting more calm centered collected and feel i'm living like the buddha or i'm becoming an emotional mess and my mind is running all over you can examine it for yourself is the teaching helping you to become centered or not if it does stick to it if it's making you a mess then move on to something else very simple it's not rocket science keep it very simple there's a lot of noise out there there's a lot of teachings out there there's a lot of blah 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 do this do that buy this buy that blah 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 blah, blah, blah. if you don't do this that's going to happen to you you're not going to clear your karma you need to clear your ancestral stuff from the past to become free and and uh, come to me and I'm going to channel and I'm going to do psychic reading for you. And there's a lot of stuff there. And you just have to navigate through it. What brings you peace? What gives you the tools to remain centered and connected and be reminded that you are love? What brings you to self-love what type of teachings helping you to recognize how beautiful you are what kind of teachings helping you to be centered calm quiet get you out of this mess and anxiety stick to that whatever that is stick to that one because that's the way out the moment you get involved with things that are activating your mind you're in trouble because it's going to create anxiety nervousness worry uncertainty and you're in deep trouble Lynn, you, you have anything to share with us? I think it was a very good webinar today. I have got okay. all my answers and uh, I feel very calm. Beautiful. So I, I, I know my direction. I'm having a lot of people writing to me or coming to me and telling me these are very strong times. And with all the things happening with weather changes and politics and, and the um, uh, global warming, and what's going to happen and blah 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 so there's a lot of fear anxiety worry uncertainty floating around and with all this uh, availability of the media uh, with our technology that we're able to get instant news from all over the planet adds fuel to the fire of people people who live in fear and anxiety and uh, it it just what it does it just stirs things up in them so you basically need to hear things you know let them come in from one ear and let it go out from the other one don't hang on to it stay in your center stay in this place just come back every time something happens stirs you up you come back to your center you come back to this place, you remember who you are, and then everything becomes quiet again. Take your time, go to the nature, go for a walk, go sit somewhere and meditate, away from the blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, the blah, blah, blah 
will tear you apart and it will drive you crazy. And quite often there is nothing you can do about it except just eating yourself up. Peace is within yourself. You just have to go beyond your busy mind, your thinking mind, the blah, blah, blah that's happening in the mind and, uh, and come back inside. And then every time you come back inside, you see it's ca calm, quiet, nothing's going on. And that's how you also can help other people. Your presence, your calmness will mm. affect the people in your surrounding. Uh, my dear sister, uh, Su Suzanne was talking about, hi, I unmuted you and you wrote back to me the other day that yeah. you go to your office. Go ahead, I'll let you tell me what happens. Well, the girls in the office, they knew that I did the healing work in Sweden. And now if they like catch a cold or have a headache, they, they come to me and, and they ask me to to put my hands on them. And uh, yeah, it, it is really getting popular there. So you put your hands on them. They, they've recognized since you did the healing training program, something shifted in you. Yes, that's true. Right. And so you've not only you've got the skills, but you have shifted and you've become mm -hmm. very calm, quiet and centered. Yes. And they feel your presence in the office. They feel that there is something, something brings comfort. When you go there, you're bringing comfort. That's true. Right. So they're attracted to that peace and tranquility that you are providing. And naturally, then you're offering, okay, let me put my hand on your head or on your chest or your back. And since you're in your center, you, you're vibrating in a higher frequency. So you're vibrating from a higher frequency. And then when they're in your presence, you elevate them to this higher frequency simply by the way you are without trying to do anything. Yes, and I always tell them I don't do anything. I just connect to the unified field and you are now also in this field. And because yeah, like also today, the other colleague, she said, now I have a stomach ache. Can you also do something to <laughs> against the stomach ache? I told her, I don't do anything. We can connect to the field together, but um, I, I will not let the field know what it should do or where right. to put the, the effort or, or the energy because it, it has an own, um, how do you say? Agenda. Yeah, agenda. And it's very clever. I don't have to tell anything, you know. And they are a little bit like, uh, what is she telling? But they trust me in a way. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are thinking I'm a little bit weird and special. Right. <laughs> right. I don't care. <laughs> well, we're all a little bit weird in the norm in the so-called normal <laughs> world, you know. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the, the majority are going in that direction. So the few of us is going the different direction. We seem to be weird. Yes, yes. Right. But, but they love me. So anyway. 
yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they trust you, they love you, and you bring calmness. And beautiful, it's very nice to hear this. Uh, it brings a lot of joy to my heart. Well, nice to see you all. Um, we're coming to the end of our uh, webinar. A lot of blessings to you. Stay in your center, stay in your heart. Don't get out of that place, which is warm, cozy, and quiet, your heart. Loving you. Namaste. Namaste.